What's up, y'all? It is your girl, Sarah from Sarah Styles here. I am a reseller on various different platforms, and I do data analytics on my YouTube and also on my Instagram. I have two analytical dashboards for the reseller. I sell them on Etsy. If you would like to look at your data as well and not have to worry about how to pull all the data together, it's a quick copy and paste, and you can put it into your data um, I'm also doing, so I would like to look at how, what is happening for resellers right now. The economic climate is definitely different and changing with a lot of people becoming unemployed. Um, and so what does that mean for resellers? To do that, I need sample data. And that means I would like your sample data if you would like to fill out the anonymous survey that I have. It is linked down below on my link tree. It is completely anonymous. It's like 10, 12 questions. Um, just a quick, how many items did you sell? What categories were you selling and stuff? So I can do a high level um, sample data to look at it. And then once I look at the analysis, I will share it here on the YouTube channel. What is up, Deborah, Ashley, and Queen V? Thank you guys so much for joining me today. Um, so I do want to say this is the first time this has happened in all of the lives that I have done. So I feel like that's a win. But I am supposed to have Chris from a daily refinement on. And I think our communication got messed up. And I think I'm hoping um, that maybe I, he'll jump on a little late, but I'm really thinking that the time difference got changed and he's thinking that it's in an hour <laughs> because we were going back and forth today. And now that I'm reading it over, I can see that there might be some miscommunication and he is not here right now. So I sincerely apologize for any of the miscommunication. What's up, Jacob? Thanks for changing it back. I'm sorry, I totally, the foo-foo, once you said it, Jacob, it totally makes sense now. So you can change it back if you, <laughs> you want, but I didn't realize that was you. Um, so I really do want to thank you guys all for joining. I am sincerely sorry that Chris is not here with me. I will definitely figure out, um, I will talk to him. Eventually we will touch base. I'm really thinking it's a time zone difference thing. Um, we were going back and forth about it today. And I think maybe just a miscommunication there. Um, yes, Queen Bee, he does keep changing his name. And last yesterday or whatever day, yes, yesterday I was on with Denali um, and he had a different name and it threw me off. Um, so I think he changed it back. Thank you guys for joining. Like I said, I do want to sincerely apologize. I will reschedule the live with him because I think that he does have a lot of really useful information, especially what's going on right now, some insight into that. And then we also have a big um, announcement to make. So I am super excited. I will definitely be having him back on. Um, I don't know what's going to happen tonight, if it'll end up being tonight or if it'll all have to be at a later date. So definitely keep an eye out for that. Make sure to hit my notifications and hit the little bell so you can get notified when I have new content coming out. Um, hey, Leslie. Leslie says, I have that time problem all the time with podcasts. He keep track of what coast people are on confuses me on occasion. Oh, there he is. So I think, oh, maybe there he is. I saw something pop up. Maybe I got too excited. Let's see. Is there a video? I think he might be here. Um, and Leslie, there he is. Hi, Chris. Did we get the time change confused? Yeah, it's my fault. 
No, I think we are going back and forth with the Mountain Standard and Pacific. So I apologize. I'm glad that you saw this. I was stalling for a few minutes <laughs> before we got started. Yes, no worries. It happens. That's the first time it's happened on one of my lives. So I'm actually kind of proud of myself. Um, so Leslie oh, says it happens all the time. I think I might have to get like calendar reminders and set it up so the time difference between everybody... Um, is there. But if you guys do not know, this is Chris from Daily Refinement. Um, his content is amazing. I follow his channel and he has a lot of really good, it tends to be a little analytical, which is probably why I like it and straight facts. Um, lots of really good, helpful information. Um, I'm going to chat to him a little bit about what's going on right now with resellers, the economic climate. And then we have a big announcement <clears throat> at the end of this to share with everyone as well. So Chris, I'm going to let you um, introduce yourself, maybe just a little bit more what platforms you sell on and how long you've been reselling. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Sorry, I'm late. Um, so as far as the platforms go, um, I'm mainly on eBay, Poshmark and Mercari, heavy on eBay. Um, for now, I split my time between running a store of one-offs. I call this like the garage store, garage sale store, where it's a little bit of everything. And then I have replenishables that I work on that I'm contacting distributors and manufacturers, ideally the manufacturer, because I wanna be the only person that can sell that product. Um, so my reseller career is based on the concept of 10 items that sell 10 times a day for $10 profit, and that's a lifetime goal. So I'm hoping for one or two a year and then for 10 years of doing that. I like researching that and I also like literally working with the manufacturer or the creator. Um, so that's my favorite part of reselling and then my favorite model for reselling is 50 to 100 items a week that's the the best you can find so on top of that <laughs> right this is the the model i love for everyone because it's super fun so i just finished that estate sale online estate sale and i picked up really cool stuff that i think is really fun i like a discman two walkmans an old school um Two, two CB radios, which are actually really expensive. So I wasn't, I didn't, I don't even like the, the, it's like the breaker breaker rate. I don't even know what that references relates to, but yeah. I know those are what, that's what those are from. So it's cool so looking at a lot of electronics and stuff, or you do clothing and stuff. I sell mainly shoes. Yeah. And that's what I thought. Are you trying to get, and this may be relevant, I think, to what we're going to talk about today, trying to venture outside of shoes and clothing mm -hmm. and getting into electronics and stuff. And actually the reason I'm late, uh, I thought the call was a half an hour uh, or an hour later, but yes. I just got um, off a call with eBay. So eBay wants to do a collaboration next week talking about what is selling. So eBay I is like 400% up. Some sellers are down, but the entire platform is on fire. They're, they're, E-commerce is insane. I mean, just think about how many people there are that can't go outside. So they're going to go over the categories that are doing super well. And they're on like, on my channel, they want to come on eBay. H headquarters wants to dock. All, yeah. of their, um, all of their eBay upfronts are being canceled because they can't do them. Yeah. So right. they're going to reach out to YouTubers and try to say, okay, don't panic. This is what's selling. It's not easy to get, but at least you can look for like a pair of hair clippers that you weren't using yeah uh, but you're probably self-trimming now but you might launch it for used clippers are sometimes selling for 50 60 bucks now because it's just so people are cutting their own hair 
yeah, things that you can't get. And that's something that, I mean, I want to talk about you today and then also follow your content as it continues, but how things are changing and where people can start because reselling is not going to go away, but you may have to change your business model. Um, and I've watched some of your videos today or this week talking about it. And then obviously with eBay coming on as well, mm -hmm. um, like you said, the economy, I think the last number that I heard, it was like 20 to 30% of people will be unemployed by the end of, I don't even know what month it is, by the end of April um, was the last number that I heard. Um, and so how is that, how do you see that changing for resellers? Like, how is that changing what we're doing? So number one, I think a lot of those people are going to sell what's in their closet. Yeah. So I think at the, you know, if I asked the, like the, e-commerce sellers that are doing a million dollars or more, what the trend is, they'll say that the trend is Amazon. If you're going to teach your kids to get good at something, it'd probably be Amazon, not eBay. eBay is more fun, but as far as a career option, Amazon is bigger. So I would say right now is a good opportunity to learn eBay to Amazon. With When it comes to Amazon, I don't want people to panic. I want you guys to start small. The, the main thing with Amazon is, just make sure that your account health is good. Everyone is ungated and used books. That's what I would start with. Everybody has a couple of books. Go on to Amazon. If the book you think is in very good condition, then mark it as one condition lower than that when you're listing it on Amazon, just so you can learn the flow. That's where I would spend a lot of time because when you think about how Amazon treats its customers and the people who sell on it, it's very different. It's more professional. It's way stricter. And if you do that, it will greatly help your eBay business because you'll learn to you'll take things like high end strict and they will, be they will be easy. Exactly. When you move and this is like people who sell on eBay first and then sell on Poshmark. It's like really, really easy because it's so different. It's so different. Yeah. So, so let me check in with the chat really quick. Liz is mm -hmm. saying um, she agrees. We have the only game in town and people have time. She's selling games and electronics. And uh, before you popped on, um, I was mentioning that I'm collecting data for what people are selling, what their March numbers look like compared to what their April numbers look like. So I can kind of do a large data analytics for resellers. Um, I mean, you're getting data straight from eBay. I don't have that connection. Um, but just looking at people, like, are you spending less time? And, you know, all of the different things. I like data. I like looking at that. So I am pulling together that data to see where things are going, not just what's working for me, but like on the high level, what's happening. Um, and I'm already starting to see that trend, like less clothing items, more like books, games. People are stuck at home, they can't go shopping. Um, and maybe more essential type of clothing items, right? Like you don't need a coach purse when you're at home, but you maybe need a new pair of jeans or your kids summer clothes. Um, Liz is also saying even full-time postures are now selling their own clothes stuff I would normally keep for myself is fair game now. Um, and I think that's a valid point. I'm actually, and I want to talk to you a little bit, Chris, about this as well, as far as sourcing goes, a lot of my followers, um, and then me as well do sourcing from thrift stores and those are not really options right now. Um, so what are your thoughts on until, you know, we can go out and think the climate's better, we can do that. Um, I have some ideas. Yes. I so, it so tell uh, this is the biggest idea. So um, you can't go sourcing at thrift stores. So what is open? Okay, so what is open? Necessities, essentials. So Home Depot is open. Walmart is open. Um, Trader Joe's is open or whatever local grocery store you have. So as an example, every morning I meet with resellers in my group and 
what they are doing right now is they're going to Home Depot or Lowe's, looking at what's available, cross-checking it on eBay. And this is going to sound unusual, but it's not. I placed an order through homedepot.com to get it delivered to my storage unit. Um, I ordered some shelves and all of these are in stock. Okay, so the store has it. I ordered it on March 19th, hasn't shipped yet. So it's been almost a month and it hasn't shipped. And this is because Home Depot cannot keep up with the orders. They're not organized enough to do that. So you could go to Home Depot, list things on eBay for more than Home Depot and fulfill them because pretty easily. But how do you, like, I've never, I, I would have no idea where to even start going to Home Depot. <laughs> I have no idea what to even yeah. look at. No, this is, this is great. Uh, it's a great conversation because let's say you sell dresses and blouses. And now I'm asking you to sell, um, for, you know, like tools and drills. It's not that super easy, right? I get it. But I'm yeah. saying, here's here's an example. Right now, something that's trending hardcore is gardening, okay? Yeah. I don't know anything about gardening. So what I've been doing is listening to um, sprouting podcasts. So people like the, the rage for bread is like sprouted bread. Yeah. So right. I'm like looking into how to do that. So I'm learning about the industry and then cross-checking to see what people are using on blogs. And that's the same stuff that's selling on eBay. So I don't know anything about it either. So that's yeah, why I want people to start small. Yeah. And I, I'm pretty confident by the end of this lockdown, I will have a garden. <laughs> and I'll have a four foot by four foot beautiful garden yeah, because I, I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. And the two big hobbies right now are gardening and reading. So books, books. That's yeah. actually, so we're actually moving right now. And so it's funny that you say that about Home Depot and Lowe's because we're like, we don't want to go to the store. So we ordered like boxes and packing supplies because we're moving in a week and a half and they still have not come. And then yeah. on top of that, we were getting charged every single day because their system was haywire that they were having a bug. So then we, I mean, my husband was on the call with them for an hour. Um, so that like, it, it didn't even dawn on me to like do that. This is, this is why I had you on the channel because you're, you're on it. Um, let's check in. Jacob Fufu says, will bread and butter finally get the love that it deserves? I mean, you're talking, are you not doing clothing and shoes now? You're kind of just what you have is what you have and steering away for that for the time being. So I still have a quota for um, clothing, which is 400 items a week. That's a lot. I get it. But the 400 items a week is um, down slightly to maybe two to 300. So I'm still doing it. But I'm using the remainder of my effort looking for new categories. And again, I also have help. So the lady that is um, normally sourcing for me and listing can't source. So no more goodwill for her. So yeah. for what I am doing is sending her stuff that I have from I have about two weeks of inventory. So I'm about out now, but I'm now buying lots that are going directly to her. So online, I'm going on. Hmm? Oh, go ahead. So you're doing like pallets and liquidation type. No, of I'm, I'm actually advertising to buy people's Poshmark closets. Right their now, people entire. are their entire closets. So, and I've been successful twice now because from, from my experience, running a Poshmark closet, Liz would know that it's not just shopping. Yes, right. But a lot of Poshmark sellers only want to shop. So who am I to stop them from just doing what they want to do? And then that's it. So liquidating your entire closet allows you to keep shopping. If you are truly a great buyer, then you're either going to make a little bit of money or break even on, on stuff that you're buying for yourself and reflipping. Yeah. So um, 
I purchased the 600 item closet last week. That's going to get us through a week and a half or two weeks. I mean, shipping 600 items. How are you doing? How do you do the shipping on that? That's great question. So on Mercari, there is um, a a 24 pound box um, ships for about twenty dollars. This is like a a Home Depot a Home Depot medium size box. So you'll have to tweak it and adjust it. Depends on the dimensions of the box and the weight. And it fits roughly 60 items. So 60 items for 20 bucks is pretty reasonable. And that's how I've been bulk shipping. So I make the listing for $5, buyer pays shipping. So as an example, today I did a listing for $30 um, and 46 cents because 46 cents was the tax on the $5 purchase. So Mercari, charges 10% of the sale price. So $5, they charge 50 cents. And I'm paying 46 cents with tax for the tax. So for 96 cents, I'm getting a heavily discounted um, box to yeah. ship a heavy amount. So you're taking advantage of Mercari's shipping contracts with UPS and FedEx. And it's they, they don't have that kind of deal on eBay, unfortunately. So. Oh, yeah, right, for sure. Well, and I'm not on Macari, so I didn't know um, mm-hmm. they did that. Let me check in with the chat. Liz is saying, or Leslie, Reseller's Passion, says she loves Chris's business sense. Um, I do as well, which is why I have him here. Um, I'm Liz is saying I'm getting to the stuff I've had on hand, and I'm going to drive halfway. Oh, wait, they just moved halfway to Cali and pick up inventory from another PFF who has too much stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Amber Resell says, I bought out a couple of people's closets before. I probably have turned down another 10, though, because the margin wasn't worth it. And that's kind of what I'm finding is, so we're moving. I'm not buying inventory until we move because I don't want to move things. We have a week and a half, but I'm starting to think about where I'm going to be getting it from. And when I've been looking at things, it it's hard to find the margin because people are like, well, I want to make some money back and not lose it. And then by the time you do that, like how are you finding these closets that are worth your time? Good, good question. So the way I offer it is if it's um, random clothing, I'm just going to pay what I think about, I'm going to pay 20% of what it sells for. Now that's really low. So let's say an item is selling for 50 bucks. That means I'm not going to pay more than 10. So for a lot of resellers, that's not going to be enough because they're like, well, I paid eight for it. I don't want to make two bucks on it. But it depends on their situation. If they're trying to exit and get all of their stuff back and just cash out of their closet, it's fine. So I'm looking for convenience if I'm going to be paying that price. And then if it's going to be higher, I have negotiated two now that are high-end consignment. So the the thing that I want to really understand during this shelter-in-place situation is consignment so i'm looking into commercial software because i want to basically tell that person okay on a 50 dollars item i can pay you 10 or i can give you let's say 15 to 20 but i'm not going to pay you now i'm going to pay you after it sells so depending on the client a way to manage that is what i want i want the payment to go out automatically i already know that that's going to be a nightmare to try to issue the checks but after doing some research you'll see a lot of brick and mortar shops. Now, the 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 number one thing that does this is is always baby clothes. Baby clothing consignment stores exist everywhere. I, I didn't really um, know this since I don't have any kids yet, but this is a thing. Kids apparently grow out of clothes really fast. So the consignment model is a way for parents to get more money if they're not in a hurry. Yeah. And so that's something that I've seen work. And a lot of the software is based on 
baby clothes. Because that's I've had people ask for a consignment in the past, and I usually turn it down. One, because they want more for their money than it's probably worth. Like they're really attached to mm -hmm. it. They sell it for more than it is actually worth. Mm -hmm. um, and two, just the nightmare of keeping track of it. You know, like I'll do things for my mom, and even then I'm... <laughs> Like, I don't remember if this was hers and mm -hmm. if I paid her or not. So looking at the software is um, really smart. Um, let me check in. I'm trying. I have to pay attention to the chat. I, no I'm still working between the two and remembering that there's people here. Amber Resell mm -hmm. says, I bought out a couple of people's closets before. Oh, we said that one already. Um, Queen B, Amber Resells. Hi, Amber. Great to see you. Liz, my girlfriend is going to meet me between. Um, have you thought about, because I know a lot of people. So the two things that I've heard in a lot of like the user groups, uh, thrifting, there's a lot of Facebook Live thrift groups where people are buying there or like research or um, like sourcing from friends and family, you know, putting things on like Nextdoor and Facebook Marketplace mm -hmm. um, and stuff like that. Have you looked into that? Or are you more high level? I want an entire closet to. I I value my, this is going to sound weird, but I try to value my time at least 200 bucks an hour. So, mm -hmm. and I want to at least double my money. So if I'm talking to you, I better be spending $200 within this conversation. Otherwise it's not worth my time. So when you start offering people 200 to $1,000 to $5,000, they start divorcing their inventory. If you're like, Hey, I'll take three things for 30 bucks. That doesn't, no one gets out of bed for $30. No, like it's not exciting, but being able to take like the, the idea of starting over is very appetizing to a lot of resellers. So, and, um, also like I had, and then it makes it worth your time too. Like I mm -hmm. like, I hadn't thought about doing a complete closet and people are, like you said, are probably more willing to go down a little bit in price if you're buying everything. Right. Mm -hmm. And if you meet them halfway, like Liz suggested, um, that's great. And you want to like, as an example, the, um, this is a perfect example of, of what I just did, which was this estate sale that I did. I went through the stuff. I assumed I'm like, okay, based on comps, I made an inventory. This is worth about 1850. So 1850 is what the stuff from this estate sale is worth. I would like to pay you 40%, which is high for consignment. So I would pay you um, $720 or something for this after it sells. And I think it's going to take three months to sell. And um, the reason why I'm paying 40% consignment is because I want a long-term relationship with this this company i want to do these all the time i would love to go to in there and then make 500 bucks in, in two hours right so yeah, call you first and yeah so i want to pay more but also you, you have to be wary of cash flow when you buy random stuff you have random results so it's a little scary so if i'm not paying for it no problem but if i have to use my own money then it's scarier so how i came up with it was okay i normally pay 20 percent for random stuff so that would be like 380 bucks for this and you're gonna get 700 and something dollars if you wait so the guy said why don't we do 500 and i'll use you in the next um estate clean now so in this situation i would have been fine paying 720 because i want this relationship to continue and i also had another youtuber show up and get the rest of the inventory and buy some stuff too so it's interesting looking at the different ways to do things, but I'm on, I do not want one off. Actually, I'm less interested in meeting. Um, I'm way less interested in buying someone's closet than meeting someone who loves the shop. I want someone who loves shopping and hates everything else about reselling. 
because that means they're going to keep sending me stuff and then it's way more worth it and the lady that i bought her closet she's a student she's a shopaholic amazing taste sounds like like yeah the resellers out there so i don't and she's like this is the best thing ever because i can go to the goodwill bins all day yeah and um i know how to look for comps and she's a better photograph she's a better photographer than me oh, so you could use her photos too used her photos yeah which is brilliant i've actually bought stuff off of someone else and using their photos i was like i don't mind spending a little bit more because you've already done all of that work for me and she modeled her stuff too it was amazing i do want to be conscious of time i could talk to you all day mm -hmm. <laughs> um because you have lots of really good information we have a couple of questions here um mm -hmm. we are keeping this to a half hour um, so my husband actually is on and he says, Chris, do you do much market based market basket analysis in your business strategy? Market basket analysis. This I'm not I, familiar, right? Yeah, uh, I would guess maybe based off of the different um categories and markets. Yeah. So definitely. Um yeah. I, I this is why I would always pick if I were picking a category for let's say shoes is very um broad i would say that for me if i could pick only one kind of shoe it would be women's athletic shoes and for people that don't know women's athletic shoes outsell men's athletic shoes four to one it's 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 totally different the market is insane um i would never buy are you doing used or new with tag both, one both yeah i would never buy used. maybe new right so also it after that i would pick boots because it's cold somewhere a lady needs a great pair of boots that's just the thing right and even if she has a great pair of boots she could get another pair of great boots as long as it's a good deal so if you i definitely segment it to figure out what is what's selling and what specifically you can focus on then i know now right now boots are cheaper than the second half of the year oh so like you need, buy. right so you need to be wary of what's going on right now sandals are becoming more expensive people uh, will look at my store and say these sandals will never sell because you've priced them too high and i'll say i know because i'm waiting for it to get warm it's not going to sell right now no one is using sandals right now yeah so you're waiting right um so let me see uh leslie's asking is jewelry a good selling market do you do much jewelry or know about jewelry yeah so i love jewelry watches is my my favorite jewelry category followed by wedding stuff so as an example, when I didn't know about wedding rings or bits, so I went to a six hours in there. They had an eBay store too. I was like, what is what's hot, what's not? And basically minimalist design is big right now. So people like jewelry, but they don't want it to be cumbersome. And super ornate stuff is like costume jewelry. That stuff is less popular than minimalist design. Okay. Watches, silver. Now, also, after talking about it, I found there's a lot of U.S. manufacturers jewelry. So this is valuable because if you're worried about having to call China to have something made, yeah. you don't have to do that with certain categories. Um, you have so much good information. <laughs> and we do have to get to a big announcement, and that kind of goes into it. We do have a couple mm -hmm. of questions, so I do want to get to those before we cut this off. Um, it, Queen Bee says she worries about returns with consignments because I pay for them. And then if it comes back, I'm out until it sells again. Um, so she only does it for her mom. Um, and I know that I sell a little bit on Tradesies and that's why they hold your money for so long because of returns. Um, 
my husband's saying market basket is more like if a customer buys a burger, they will likely buy fries and a drink. Oh, so right. like bundling and stuff. Like upselling. Yeah. Um, oh. Uh, Amber says, Amber resells, Chris, if we wanted to get to know you and your business, which video of yours would you suggest we start with? We need to go a tad longer, like 10 minutes longer, because there's I a lot of good questions. No, I can talk more, but I know that you're very good about cutting off your time and spending time with family. So I'm being cognizant of your time. I can no, go no worries. if you're okay. So okay. Um, let me address a couple of these questions. The upsell, when I was really trying to sell a lot on Poshmark, I've since lost interest in Poshmark, but when I was heavy posher, um, I had a lot of 10 to $15 clothing items. Now, normally I would consider that a waste of time, but not on Poshmark because of the bundling feature. Um, so the boots, boots and a top, boots and a pair of jeans. When, if you look at my, my closet and go way back to when I first started, my order size was like three. So I was pumping in a lot of cheap stuff to get the extra order because three pairs of jeans for when one shipping cost is something that's very difficult to organize on, on eBay or Mercari. Poshmark, Posh Post is the advantage on Poshmark. So yeah, you, you need to use that. For like $7. I really oh, push, um, I push bundles a lot too. I mean, I have items specifically, like if you bundle this, you will get this for free to buy other things. Um, and I don't, I'm not on eBay as much. You can't bundle much on eBay. I'm slowly starting to learn. So, and as far as trying to consume my content, it is really hard because it's like 800 videos now and a lot of them are me just rambling. So I would start with rambling. Every video I've watched has been very informative rambling. Thank you. Um, but I would start with the how to make a thousand dollars a week series. And then also, if, if you listen to it on iTunes, on my podcast, there's no ads. So for people that are just getting started, you want to, you know, I would recommend not watching YouTube because it's going to be very distracting. I would just listen to me as background noise for a while. And then the series on how to make a thousand dollars a week goes over, you know, basically the, the start to finish how to do it. I had a series where I started with 20 bucks. I abandoned that because it was too time consuming, but I literally was like from went from 200 to 2000 in like 10 days because I just spent the majority of my time being picky. So if you go, I would say that if you go to a thrift store and you get in the habit of leaving with less than five things, even if you leave behind some stuff, it's, you can always come back and it's better to leave with five things than 50. It's so easy to leave with too much stuff. And I want people to be really, really picky. And I would agree with that. And the time, the, as soon as I started looking at my data to guide me into what to buy and make good purchases, instead of like just getting excited about the thrill of it, um, I started seeing much better results in my profit margins. Um, and I think that, I think we've hit on most of the questions. Um, and I think you talking about your series is probably a good segue into what um, announcement I wanted to make. So I am teaming up with uh, Chris from Daily Refinement. We are going to do a weekly series mentorship. Mm -hmm. um, so I will be checking in with Chris on his channel every week. Um, 
and uh, you know I we've set goals together and we're just starting so this will kind of evolve and we'll talk about it on his channel um mm -hmm. so definitely make sure to subscribe to his channel to follow this series I'll let him into talk to it a little bit more because he's doing it with a couple other people as well but essentially I've set a goal for a year and we are going to meet once a week to kind of check in on these goals and I'm going to learn from him um and everybody else can follow the journey and learn as well and then I'm also going to have Chris on my channel once a week as well sometimes talking about what we talk about as things evolve in my mentorship and sometimes just conversations like this because I think Chris really has so much information to share with everybody so Chris I'm gonna let you you can speak to it a little bit better than I do about kind of your high level vision of what you want to do and what it's gonna all involve Okay, so my objective is to help Sarah get to $1,000 a week net reselling part-time. So this is, um, it's not part-time work. It's actually about 20 to 40 hours a week of work. But I think it's a perfect time to actually try this because Sarah is actually doing a bunch of transitioning. She's moving. Um, she's also having to deal with the pandemic. There's a lot of things going on, which is great because real life is a lot of stuff going on. It's not, I'm not picking people who are single with unlimited money. That would be a terrible person to pick this. Like unlimited time, unlimited money is not relatable. Well, it would use uh, great results. but would like see results, but I'm looking for people who are busy. So what I would like to do is come up with one to three actionable things for the week. Um, so as an example, it might be, let's make a dedicated photo area. Let's do something. So we pick one to three things and then check in each week. And the part that I like about this the most is it's never a good time ever. Mm -hmm. So you just start. And that's my favorite, like a few of my favorite sayings are start small, which means you can always get started and then you can always improve. So that's what I want to focus on for the entire year. And I want people to get this um, through their mind that if you were to write down what you can do in a day, it's almost nothing. But if you add that up, like five things a day is nothing, but 1500 things in a year is insane. And so it's, it's going to transform you. And I want people to create space. The point is not to work more. That's not really the point. The point is to get more done. So I want people to slowly increase and you specifically, we want to slowly sell things that are more expensive or that you can get more than one of. Yes. Yeah. And we want to incorporate a little bit of help, which is great because you also have digital stuff. And I would really like to figure out not necessarily a VA, but certain tasks I would like to at least have you have the and a, a win for me would be at the end of a year of doing this, you would have the option to outsource every single thing in your company and you just pick what you want to do. I would love that. So and I, I do outsource and I, I'm a huge proponent of it. Um, but you have to be able, that has to be worth the time. Like if you outsource everything and then you're not, you're just paying for other people to do it. So I would mm -hmm. love to be able to figure out how to continue to have an income, but also just pick the things that I like. And another thing that I, I want to stress is if you can't outsource, because people will say, I never want someone to work for me. But if I were to ask, are you ever interested in taking a vacation? Oh, right. Right. Yeah. Do you yeah. ever want to take a break? Because sometimes I want to take a break. When I went on, I went to Europe last week or last year for three weeks and my sales stayed the same yeah. because I had somebody helping me. And it, it's not, even if I loved it, I still want to spend some time with my family. Some, you at least have the option, right? right? So I know a gentleman that does 
a million dollars a year all by himself in Las Vegas. And he loves it. So he's like, I choose to not go on vacation and just hang out with my, my wife, eBay. That's it. That's his whole life. Yeah. And that's perfectly fine. But he, everything in his business is still written out. So he treats it. And this is like kind of sad, but I want it to look like a job. Yes. You don't have to. It doesn't. I still feel like I don't ever work. I feel like I'm fun employed. Right. But as well, far as like. about that. The other day where like, I don't necessarily mind a lot of what I do is for me. I don't necessarily mind all the time staying up after the kids go to bed because mm -hmm. I don't feel like it's work so much. I get a lot of enjoyment out of, I don't make money on YouTube right now. <laughs> I got monetized, but they haven't done finished the review. And even then it's going to be like a dollar, but I enjoy this work. I enjoy talking to the community. I enjoy mm -hmm. all of that. But yes, I would like to see my family. Um, and my husband would agree <laughs> right now. He is seeing me on TV. <laughs> on youtube um so i am definitely very excited about this we've me and chris have been chatting back and forth for a couple um probably a week or two i don't know how long mm -hmm. i don't even know what day it is um but i am really excited he's already gotten gotten some wheels going in my head on how to do things so i'm excited to get started on this i'm excited to share the journey with you and show you how a mom of three kids who's moving who has all of the things how i'm going to do it and not there's a different way for everybody to do it. So hopefully people can spark something in them to take an idea um, from our conversation. So definitely make sure to go over and follow Chris on Daily Refinement to follow that journey. Um, and then, like I said, I will have him on my channel once a week as well to check in and just talk because I think there's lots of really good conversations that we can have with other resellers that bring up lots of good talk. Um, so I do want to... Oh, thank you, Am. Amber said, thanks or congrats on getting monetized. Unfortunately, CPM isn't great right now. Yeah, so I don't even know anything because I've been in progress because of what's happening for a while. Um, so CPM, what does it stand for, Chris? You probably know what it is. I know what it means, but it, I don't it, know what it, it means. It means cost per milli, which is Latin for a thousand. So CPM yeah. is what advertisers pay for ads. And it, it, it makes sense right now because if you watch YouTube, most of the ads are politicians or the government it's or youtube premium they're not brands because brands are currently cash strapped so it makes sense that when at and this is a great lesson on e-commerce when it's q4 and people are spending a ton of money ad rates are very high right now people are not spending money people are filing for unemployment. It's very different, right? So it's not a good time. I wouldn't be advertising buy these things you don't need right now. So this is why, and it's a great opportunity to get out there. If you are interested in building your audience, ads are, I mean, it's cheap right now. People are home. They're watching more stuff. You can build a brand for yourself. And I, I recommend for people who are starting YouTube like yourself, uh, my wife gave me really good advice, which is when I first started, she's like, can you just do YouTube for a year and without worrying about the results? And I did. So I just made YouTube for a year. Didn't worry about how much money it was going to make. And it, it turned out fine. And that's how I think reselling should be because it, it might be as we do this challenge, there might be a one month period where you don't resell at all. Um, there might be a whole three months that goes by. There might be two weeks where you have um, there's a summer camp. And for two weeks, you can crush. I don't know. So we don't yeah, know sure. what's going to happen. 
Well, and I mean, that's very much my life, especially because I'm not just a reseller. I, I mean, I'm building, I'm in beta testing round two of a dashboard. And so that's actually where a lot of my time recently has been going is to building a dashboard. So it is very fluctuating between all of the different things and a family that I am doing. Um, Amber wants to, oh, Amber says, I think you actually get paid like 55% or something of your CPM. So if your CPM is $10, you get 55 per a thousand views. I don't know any of this. I am like you, Chris. I was like, I'm just going to do this until I have enough data to really look and see what works. And then I can start building off of that. And so I've been at it for like 11 months. And now so, I'm like, okay, now I can look and see what people want, what views are, what's working, what. So one more one more thought on CPM. So CPM is, um, the, the literal term is cost per thousand. And YouTube or Google will split it with you, 55% to you and 45% to um, 45 to them. They keep it for finding the advertiser and posting it on your ad. This is really useful for people who are thinking about a channel. So yeah. for me, I can actually go directly to a company like eBay or Poshmark or Mercari and keep 100% of it. So this is in, in a lesson for people who are looking for why are some channels not interested in, they do things very differently. I know channels with 3000 subscribers that make $25,000 a month. And I know channels that have 250,000 subscribers and make 2000 a month. It depends on what category you are in. If you are in how to, you earn a lot more money than if you are in pranks. Because, you know, if you're Pepsi, you want to get like maybe a higher income person. And so you want to focus on how to channels because how to people generally more educated, higher income than people watching toy unboxing are usually kids. So it depends on your audience. And this is also a good lesson on what you should sell on eBay right now. When I sell on eBay, I'm thinking about what do people buy when other people sell on eBay, they're thinking about what can I find? Yes. Right. And, you know, it's, it's more difficult that way. Well, yeah. And that's why I like your channel. Cause I'm more about what is going to sell, what is going to make me that money. Not, I love shopping. I mean, I love shopping started it for sure. But, um, so the grateful queen or queen bee is asking, can you clarify, is Chris offering a mentorship program? And so you were offering it, but I think all of your slots have been filled for the time being. Is that so right? We, well, I have free mentorship for the month of April for anyone in my morning calls. So I, in the morning, I meet at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and talk to the same group of people every single day. That is gonna be free for April. If you wanna join that, you can just email me at Chris at Daily Refinement, but I only picked two people to do a whole year um, experiment, Sarah being one of them, where we can try to build it. And I'm picking people who are busy, okay, I'll be transparent. I'm picking people who are busy, who I still think can do it. So I'm kind of cheating because I just picked two people who I think would have done it anyway, even without me. Right? Well, so that's like, you know, the, that's I really the plan. I think you'll get me further or it may be a little bit easier instead of me having to watch all your channel, all of your stuff. I can just talk with you <laughs> when I have mm -hmm. questions. I can just ask you instead of watching all of your, however many videos, what did you say? You have 800 videos. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Although that one, how to make a thousand dollars series, I will watch. Um, so I think that is all of the questions that we have. Um, 
I think I want to make sure I didn't miss anyone. I want to thank everyone for joining and you as well, Chris. Um, I, like I said, we will have this weekly call with Chris on my channel and then also one on his channel as well for an entire year to follow the journey. And then on my channel, it'll be some of the journey, some of me picking his brain for all of my followers. Um, Liz says she's interested in the April program. Yeah, so you can email. His email information is on his YouTube. Um, his information is all down below. I focus mainly on, uh, it's all reseller content, but more analytical business sense. So if you like content like that, make sure to subscribe to my channel, hit the notifications. Don't forget to give a like on your way out. And if you are watching this in the recording, feel free to leave comments down below for me, Chris as well. I will make sure that he gets them. Um, he's also on Instagram, so you can hit him up on Instagram if you have questions there. I highly recommend um, following him on his channel too. Lots of really good content there. So thank you so much for joining me. Um, again, one more shout out for the survey that I'm doing. The more data that I have, the better my analysis can be. So it, I mean, it takes like five minutes if you keep track of your information, like your gross revenue and your total sales and stuff. It's completely anonymous. So I have no idea who you are, but the more data that I have, the better that I can do the analysis, share it with every reseller that you know, you don't have to be a full-time reseller to fill it out. Um, and then tomorrow I am doing a reseller happy hour as well. And that is open to anybody who would like to join. Send me a DM on Instagram and I will give you the link to join it. It is limited to so many people due to the software that I use, but it's open to anybody who wants to join. So send me a DM if you would like to join tomorrow or hit a reminder on the uh, YouTube link to join us on the call tomorrow. It's a reseller happy hour, pretty casual, laid back. Last time we played, have you ever? So it's not anything ridiculous, just kind of getting out of being in self-quarantine with the same people all the time. Thank you again for joining me and I hope everyone has a good night. Thanks guys.